Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Britt. Welcome to Young American. This is a conversation show about nothing in particular, and we hope you guys enjoy listening. We hope it makes you laugh, but we're very glad that you're here. So it's been a little bit since the five of us were together, so for this episode, we have spent some time catching up, talking about some Christmas traditions, and we also talked about uh, some shows that we've been watching, in particular, a show that has been in the zeitgeist and the lexicon as of recent days. We did talk about some spoilers, so we'll give you a spoiler alert before that happens, and just give you a heads up so we're not ruining anything for anybody that's in the mix. As we wrap up this year, we just want to say thank you guys for your support, and we really appreciate it. Follow us on the socials, reach out and contact us, start a conversation. We'd love to interact with you guys. All right, I love enough. You know what? I'm just going to leave that in. All right, that's enough for me. You know what's up. This is Young American. We're going to get started here. I'm Britt. This is Chris. Hello. John. What's going on? Nathan. Uh-huh. Ad-Rock. Hey. All right, Chris. Take her away. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I, I want to get... Right. We're going to get... A bubble bit. We've got uh, uh, Bob Spencer. First United Methodist Church. <laughs> is that the John Daker video? Yes. <laughs> we, my, me and my friend, we got John Daker, Bob Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> you all know what he's talking about? <laughs> it's the very beginning. I'd pull she it up. It does like stroke out. The video, the video like glitches. Glitches just a little bit, but it glitches on her. So she's at the pan- piano just introducing people. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob Spencer and me. <laughs> <laughs> We're set up at Nathan's house right now. Thank you for hosting us. Thank you for coming to me. John's in town, so we got Atlanta hey. and Lexington United. Let's go. First time hanging out in Nathan's house. You do very well decorating in here. Thank you. A lot of feng shui. Mm. There's a lot of plants. Mm-hmm. Biophilic architecture. More like borophil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how's everybody doing since we last... Uh, well, first off... We need to discuss some things because the last episode that we recorded, it took a really long time to get out. So we apologize for that. If you heard the intro, the entire oh, yeah. Pendleton family. I gotta forget you were dying. Ferociously oh, sick. Then he sat on his computer. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was we just recorded. We got back, and that night I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put all these files on the computer and whatnot. And I, because I use a scan disk on this drive here put them on the computer and i was listening to it to make sure it was good i unplugged the quarter inch jack because i use these same headphones and it just barely like stayed on the screen right there and i closed the laptop real quick and Mm. i just heard it go and i opened up and it just was spiders just all the way across a beautiful sound yeah, so Thanksgiving, I think we recorded that episode. We went and had every intention of like putting it out that week. That happened. John even shot like an intro video for it, mm-hmm. and we posted it. Because it was pre-Halloween. Yeah. Like it was. Oh, yeah. Halloween. No, yeah, that was pre-Halloween. Yeah, so we've had was two October 18th? Then. Something like that. Yeah. And then we went like silent for... I all turned <laughs> we style twice. We went into hiding. <laughs> In between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nathan has several more kids. Here we are. 
we're we're several holidays down. But yeah, so mid December that uh, we finally got to it. We like we were so sick that we actually canceled a holiday. Like we have, we did not have Thanksgiving this year. Oh, you guys had it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, was like our whole family got destroyed. It. Had the RSV, mm. what? Everything it was like. Well, we had the stomach bug for one week. Influenza then, A. Yeah, it was bad enough. Like I was calling my my boss. I was like, Hey, really wish I was making this up. I'm out sick again, like for the third week in a row or whatever it was. I went, I got off shift because I was sick and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pony up and get through. I got so dizzy that night. We were like making runs and I'm like, I'm talking to sick people and I'm just like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Just talking to them. I got off work, went home and then went and straight and got a chest x-ray. And as I'm sitting in the urgent treatment center, like just in the corner over there, my ambulance another shift comes in there was a man i just texted liz i was like there's a dude in the urgent treatment center that looks like he's about to die i may or may not shot a video of him and sent it to her oh god it was it turns out it was just a mirror of you oh my god he's filming me They walk in, and I just, like, hide my face. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, gosh. You have the worst job to be like, oh, I'm sick. I'm going to power through here get everybody 24 hours. Every 911 <laughs> fall sick, too. I mean, the PPE really works. Okay, so since we last recorded, we put out two episodes. There was a On the Way Up and On the Way Back uh, from Turnstile. That was probably one of our most fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants uh, episodes or back-to-back episodes there. Which, by the way, I really do love your intro where you were just like, hey, guys. <sighs> yeah, you know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but just uh, drop the vocals down by five yeah, exactly. octaves. So we talked a lot about music. We talked a lot about uh, shows and live music that we've seen. Mind you, we were going to see kind of a punk rock show. So a lot of answers were kind of skewed that way. But we did get some feedback. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> and I would, I've, have you all read this? No, no. Okay, is this what I think it is? Yes. We got some feedback, and by the way, I just really want to say I really appreciate the feedback. If you want to send us an email, send us an email. Bring it on. But there, uh, we there was some some criticism. There was some constructive criticism that was called out by a, a one Jonathan Barry, who's an avid listener, which I really do. He, he'll always text. He texted us. He was like, it's been four weeks since your last pod. <laughs> Does he know you're about to read this? Did you tell him? I didn't tell him I was going to read it. It's about to find out. Hey, if you all send us an email, it it might be read. It might be read. Thing. So yeah, if you want to send us an email. We don't know how long that we read. Yeah, first of all, I want to show you how, oh just my. how long. John. Jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> Dead Sea Scrolls over there. (laughs) So first, let me start by saying how glad I am to have you back. Almost a month without my favorite pod was not cool. The magic of this podcast is definitely your friendship and your history of shared life experiences and the way you guys joke and riff off of each other. As an avid listener, I feel like I know you probably better than I do. And if I lean into a little riffing myself in this email, then please don't take offense because none is meant. I couldn't keep all my thoughts to myself on the latest episode. After all, music is my favorite subject. Let me preface this by saying I haven't listened to part two yet. Before I answer every question asked, my first concert was Aerosmith. I have seen the NAS, Mama Rejected the Roots, Little Dragon, and Aquabats, but nothing like Nathan Adrian's major orchestra. The best show is when I start the last part of the podcast and I'm such a major opinion. And to my viewers, I'm really a danger. I'm really a danger. But I'm really a danger. 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 I
So let me start by saying that by listening to this podcast, your taste in music is, well, it's really, really white. I mean, damn. With the exception of Nathan, who mentioned seeing Snoop Dogg, which was which not, was me. Which was, which no, I, I was. I said I saw him too. Yeah. 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 Oh, I have seen him. Thanks for excluding John. He did not have a big old dog. <laughs> he did one dog. No. The mascot did. The dog mascot did. You guys come off as a bunch of white dudes. For two Hispanics and an Asian, you would never know by your whiter than white music taste. Wow. Now, I understand seeing Turnstile, your testosterone was flowing, but besides the opener, did you guys even mention another female musician? Then, to add insult to injury, Britt has to go and confuse T.I. for Timbaland. Well, that you just confuse one twin for the other. <laughs> Oh, hell no! <laughs> yeah. sort of... Shame, shame, shame. Timbaland is one of the greatest producers ever. And then, when you're dogging the incredible classic Promiscuous Girl, I believe it was Brit again. Also Chris. Johnny's wrong again. <laughs> I believe it was Brit who said it was Fergie. That is Nelly Furtado, who is head and shoulders better than Fergie. Shaking my is SMDH is that shaking my damn head? SMBH. SMDH. Right, I know, but shaking my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the BH. All right. So I also saw it, her perform right? <laughs> I also saw her perform at Area One Festival in Chicago along with the Roots and Outcasts and many others. So I think it was Brit again who said that he didn't like festivals. Look, I know you guys have never done drugs, and I, can, I am certainly not saying that you should, but maybe that's why you don't like festivals. How do you know we haven't done drugs? I personally don't like a show with a seat. Amen to that, brother. Oh, my God, you're only halfway through. Yeah. You all told me to stop. Props to the driver who shouted out Alex G. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. He's right up there with Sufjan Stevens, Nick Hakem, and Devondra Barnhart as my favorite male singer-songwriters. Way to be non-white. Just joking. It's a shout-out. I really do love the podcast. I don't think I've ever listened to the Manchester Orchestra, so I will be giving you a listen today. Now, all right, I know this is probably not a podcast. I would say it would be a podcast. I would say it would be a Anyway, how much more do we have? This is the last sentence. <laughs> I will sign off now. Love you guys, and th thanks for putting out this incredibly entertaining side of yourselves for all of us to enjoy. I am <coughs> sure I will probably give my two cents again someday, welcome or not. LOL. Jake. I like all that, actually. That was fun. Oh, no, it was, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I, think, I think it's flattering because I know he legitimately has listened to every minute of this podcast and enjoyed it, and like that was very thoughtful because yeah. it was a response to what he's... We may trim a little bit of that because that was nearly 12 minutes of straight Jonathan Barry. There was, I, I honestly respect his musical opinion too because the man well, digs deep. Yeah. So oh, okay. Jonathan, I need to say one thing to you. I think I've told you before, but I let him borrow my car when I was like 17 years old. And to thank me, he left me three CDs in there. One of them was Sufjan Stevens, one of them was Hot Chip, and one of them was Blur. Hot Chip. And, uh, Honestly, I've been a Sufjan fan ever since. I had heard of the other two a little bit. I'm not a hot chip fan, I will say that. But neither am um, I. I like the Blur album too. It was it was whatever the one the red one that has song two. Yeah, the, yeah, which was great for a for a late teens person like myself. I was watching the World Cup and there was some 
uh, team that used that when they scored a goal. It was pretty awesome. That whole stadium. Was it good? After listening to those episodes, I will say that I don't think that those are that those two episodes are probably reflective of our actual musical tastes. I think we no. were, we were for sure bouncing off the we walls were in a zone haunted we train. Yeah, Adam at the helm. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I had to piss like crazy. <laughs> there was Thomas a part in there bail out of the really car. I really wish that I had left that part in where you and John just jump out of the moving vehicle, <laughs> almost get hit, only to walk into a dog bar. Which you could not use the restroom. With no public restroom. You couldn't enter without a dog. <laughs> or on four legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as far as leaving out, yeah, that's the thing is we weren't necessarily having a discussion about the music we listened to. We were talking about concert experiences. Yeah. I mean, if we were to go deep into our music thing, like... You, I'll show you my my year end. St- you know, it's it's it's. Lar- I'm surprised at how many like female led rock bands I listen to now. Oh man, Britain gives me gives me. You're the king for trash all the time. Sleepy female pop, just because that's my that's my Achilles heel. So I've, I'll only listen to. Shout out the new Always album. That one's been on repeat for me. Have uh, you uh, soccer mommy? Uh, Holly Humberstone. Oh man, oh. so Holly. good. Yeah, it's really good. So good. That's a 1975 darling. She's yeah. like on there. Um, I mean, the new Beba Doobie stuff is Beba really Doobie. great, too. Yep, there you go. Hey, and, and to give him credit, that Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's album it's great. just came out a couple yep. months ago, man, it's, it's great. Also, this is not something that necessarily I thought that I would be drawn to, but the new uh, SZA album is very good. It's yeah. I really only know her from the, the what was the album she did with Kendrick Lamar? Was it the Wakanda? Here we go again. Oh, oh the yeah, Black Panther. Confused. Here we go. Black Panther. That's all right. That's okay. And I do think Phoebe Bridgers will go down as like she'll be a she'll be a staple of this generation as far like she just oh, yeah. I love and I love her I saw her a couple years ago that was incredible if she never played again she I think she already would be I saw yeah. her earlier this summer and, and she played uh, Kyoto is that Forecastle yeah and she had mm. the trumpet player that came out mm-hmm. awesome yeah there you uh, go you don't have to prove anything else to anyone else. I'm just having a conversation with Jonathan Barry real quick. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to have a conversation, so I'm having a conversation. Take that. So a lot has happened uh, since we've been through a couple of holidays. Uh, The World Cup is nearing its end right now. Mm, Finals Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's right. All right, so we're nearing uh, Christmas. Christmas is coming up. Uh, We were talking about different ideas of what to do, uh, whether it's because who wants to sit and hear us just ramble about blink one eighty two songs, but like we were discussing potentially a draft or doing a bracket of some sort. Not big Christmas fans here. Are you all not Christmas fans, or are you just not Christmas music fans? I'm a Christmas fan. I'm not a Christmas music fan. I'm a day. I'm a day off from work kind of fan. (laughs) (laughs) Did you all? Are you guys Santa Claus believers when you were kids? And also, do you bring your kids? Those of you with kids, do you stoke the Santa? I don't know if I ever really bought into the Santa Claus thing. I don't think my parents really ever talked about it much either. But now that we've got Rooney, it certainly brings a different enjoyment to to Christmas as a whole. But yeah, I I don't really circle it on my calendar as like a huge deal but do you and tell I don't her really hey music. do you like do, go take pictures with him and like we did that once and she lost her shit like just oh stranger danger i love those pictures hate just the it kid just crying yep absolutely hated it you whatever won't. santa's getting paid pay him more at the local mall because <laughs> it's just not enough what if he was just like pinching kids like when they sit down <laughs> he's like yeah. poking them so last year when we opened presents on it's all different with kids and I'd never really thought... I don't have a vivid memory of not believing in Santa Claus. Do you? 
Yeah, that's what I was trying to. Somebody asked me this question, and I was trying to remember. I don't remember the moment when I realized he wasn't real. Right, and I, would, I, I have like no the, bookmark for that. Do you remember mm-hmm. thinking he was? Yes. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. When we I got oh, we got Ninja Turtles when we were probably my son's age, and we got him shoved in the stocking. I got Raphael. You got somebody. somebody who knows, and we Mike. hid hid them from mom and dad because mom was not I've for Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we hid them from mom and dad because... You thought Santa brought them. Because yeah. we thought Santa brought them. Because so our mom wouldn't point. let us uh, play with Ninja Turtles. And they asked, they were into what Eastern did Santa... Religion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she we got were... a point. <laughs> <laughs> she said, what did Santa bring you? And we said, nothing. <laughs> that's great. As if you were pulling them? it over her eyes. Exactly. Wow, that's funny. That's really good. That fat man just climbed right up that chimney without giving us a thing. So he last year, my son, fast forward, my son is opening presents. And, you know, we go out Christmas morning. And it's kind of the first year that he's kind of he grasps that this is a day we've been leading up to. This is it. And he opens the first present. And he's like super, you know, excited and whatnot. And I'm like, all right. And then he opens another one. And then I say, okay, it's time for mama to open a present. And he was like, no. <laughs> Like I was like, whoa! <laughs> like Bilbo in Lord of the Rings, he's just like, no! <laughs> it's my Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, calm down. We let him open another one. I was like, all right, now it's Mama's turn. No! And he, I was like, hey, buddy, it, Jesus was a gift for everybody. He, everybody gets to open presents on Christmas, and he was like, oh, like he didn't get it. That was it, his birthday. He thought something. it was a birthday. Uh, I it was happy birthday and well, it is, Merry Christmas. It's my Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. It's my Merry Christmas. That's my Merry Christmas. And this is how, at how old? He was three and a half last year. That's so great. When Brandon is mad, at, when, when Britain's son is mad at you, he will uninvite you to his birthday party <laughs> yes <laughs> he did it last night it was pretty great yeah he does it to inanimate to objects not to me John's i think to wife Dan. invited me from a party once wait um, he's she like did. hey <laughs> he's like daddy i want a fruit snack i'm like awesome. no we're not having a fruit snack right now he's like then i'm never inviting you to my birthday party <laughs> wait hold on go back eva uninvited you to john's wife <laughs> no natalie natalie what so I forgot about that. Yeah, it was Natalie's birthday, and we were all we going were house out. sitting. But yeah, we were all going out for dinner. Devin. But Andrew and Devin were house fit- sitting for a couple. And long story short, Man, one of us you guys weren't going to be able we to could make not it. Bail on the house, like somebody had to be there to watch. They the were stuff. their flight was delayed and stuff like that. And you guys were like, "Hey, sorry, we're not going to be able to make it tonight." And Natalie kindly asked. Devin, can Andrew stay behind so you can come to the birthday party? <laughs> he sure as hell can. That yeah. is such a Natalie thing to it do. Is such a Natalie and that thing. is what happened. And that <laughs> is precisely what happened. And I sat next to Nathan and we laughed about it. And then he wouldn't stop talking about the truffle butter on his steak. Wait, wait, wait. Why did you have to stay behind? What was oh, mama. I think it was just the parents. So somebody had to stay back with the kids. Oh, okay. So there were the, kids. The parents' flight got delayed. And so we couldn't just jump. She goes, why well, can't? Andrew, stay behind. Devin, just come. <laughs> Not one of you. So being the solutions-driven individual that Natalie is, she, is. she came up with a solution real quick. Real quick. It also makes sense. <laughs> and if it was, John's was on the birthday, chopping block. I was going to say, that's, who's the weakest that, that, link? <laughs> Andrew, cut him. The way that you, you originally posed that, it was like, oh, gosh, cold-hearted Natalie. Did she tell you your breath stank? <laughs> uh, his breath. Can you have him stay back? Oh, your breath is awful. Well, she remembers none of that. Your right? breath. There's no recollection of Oh, not only did, did she not remember it, she kind of denies it. 
No, last time last time we were together, she embraced it as like, yeah, that's something I would say. <laughs> he was shattered that night. He was just like, like just well, no, had no something, mouth since. If you're like me, it's something you're thinking about constantly. Is like, is my breath okay? Right. And then somebody yeah. to be like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> to stop you mid. Do you want to think about your breath? I never think oh, about my breath. Oh yeah, I, I do. I, I didn't oh, yeah. until Constant. that point. I didn't until that point. Yeah. And after she said that, to recap the story, <laughs> that, those of you that didn't moment. To, we were at a concert. Natalie uh, was, we were all going to the same thing. The big group of us, Natalie asks me a question in the middle, in mid song of whatever band we were seeing. Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo Goo Dolls, yes. Doesn't she, ask you. Speaking of white. Yells a question yes. to your ask, ear because that's question. the only way so you could hear. I'm like asking it in that hot breath or answering it in that like hot breath kind of way. You're like, huh? He's the bass player, and he runs. She just stops, like kung fu stance. Winces, winces with her eyes shut, pushes me away, and goes, "Your breath is off." <laughs> and then I invite you to her. Party. God, I love you, Natalie. <laughs> and I died a little bit inside. And I, I'm pretty sure that I carried gum around for the next five years. You brush yeah. your teeth in my car. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sands water. Was Nat, oh, you're going somewhere Natalie was going to be? It's like when I fart and Devin says, do you have to poop? <laughs> that sounds about right, though. The air, is, the air is being sifted through turds. You know, you can't talk like that forever. That's geological. That is hard when you, have, when you know somebody that they have bad breath and you realize it and you're like, oh. Should I, should I tell them? Bad breath bracket. Yeah, I guess. But I guess I owe my oral hygiene to Natalie. So <laughs> Hey, there you that, go. And it was at the time, like, Natalie was, like, just kind of getting in the mix. She was the... Real ice queen. Young, attractive girl that you were like, oh, man, Natalie. Yeah. And then she just, like, drew me close and stabbed me. Stabbed you real <laughs> good. That was the thing. Is she, real good. She beckoned me over and then... Asked you, and asked you a question, right? <laughs> pushed me away. It was Amazing. Like the equivalent, yeah. Uh, so, on that subject, you were talking about Christmas songs. I don't know how we got off. What are you saying? What do we think about oh, Christmas, think about Santa? Santa? Yeah, Santa. Oh, so <laughs> Where did Natalie and Bad Breath answer it? <laughs> and you, and it, we were talking about how Brennan thinks that uh, Christmas yeah, is his birthday, yeah. and Natalie invited. invited. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> my Merry Christmas, Six my de- party. My yeah. Come on, so forth. Six degrees of separation of Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut all of that, honestly. Just there's a parents. No, no, no. That was gold. Yeah. <laughs> have we told that before, though? Yeah, we that have. story. Yeah, we have, but we haven't gone into the subject of Bad Breath as a as a whole there. Yep. But there's a, so on the subject of like Santa and like there was some people, my wife including, are like I don't like the I, the concept of lying to my kids to be like, hey, there's this guy and he's done. And Reese is I don't think we ever even had the thought of telling trying to tell Reese because he would be he like, would already figure it out. He literally, oh, yeah. He, we we explained it to him once and he was like, no, nah. that's physically impossible for somebody <laughs> to go to, uh, to every house. That would be. And he's like calculating and it was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Just go to bed because I'm going to put these presents under the tree. Uh, He's he's at the mall and Joseph at the same time right now. That's not Uh, it. Excuse me. The guy that you had me take a picture with last year looks completely different. He smelled like whiskey. (laughs) There's a Santa. There's a Santa. So uh, there's a guy at work who his his brother, like his parents did the whole Santa Claus thing. And his brother, uh, when the parents finally were like, Hey, Santa's not real. They're a big Catholic family, and the the kid without without uh, skipping a beat just went, "Is Jesus Christ real?" <laughs> oh wow! 
Wow. Oh my. That's amazing. I do feel like my parents, I don't know how they did this or if they did it intentionally. I just remember like growing up and like having the feeling like our family was pretending together that Santa was real. Like knowing that it wasn't true, but knowing it was like something we pretended. Right. And that was Hmm. fun. It was like, Mm -hmm. I never really truly believed that he was real. I just remember like thinking like, this is kind of fun. Santa Claus is more of a feeling than an actual person. Yeah. That's the Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah. So I I just remember like, I don't know, like just thinking like, at least as the oldest, maybe I felt that way. I don't know if my sister and my brother feel the same way, but I've always felt that like we were, we were playing a game every Christmas. It's like, it's kind of fun to like, to like think that he's bringing, bringing us toys or whatever. And, uh, leave out cookies and go see him at the mall and all that stuff was fun, but I didn't really think I was like. Honestly, I don't know in the modern age if it's a, if it's possible to believe in Santa as a kid with like all, there's so many different movies and shows and things like like you think about the things that people used to believe at one point or were socially acceptable acceptable mm-hmm. Christianity. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I've always wondered where do most where does the the story get spoiled the most for kids? Is it school? Mm-hmm. Is it like mm. through some media? Because uh, I don't have a you dumb bastard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would imagine it's like some it's kid, a kid like, that's so a little like, take bit Reese, older. For example, is he is he then like having conversations at school and he's just left and right like no, not possible, not possible, <laughs> just stomping kids' dreams. <laughs> you know what? There is no Easter Bunny. Over there, that's just a guy in a suit. He has like, like a flowchart. Do you remember a time? No, I, I'm kind of with Nathan. It's like it was. I never was. I'm sure I believed in Santa, but have no recollection of that being ruined or spoiled, mm-hmm. and being disappointed about. Yeah, it especially. right. So yeah, no, likewise. Like, the jig is up, kind of thing. I, I don't. Right. Remember I just remember way. being like being in like fifth grade and being like, I think I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember them writing like from Santa on stuff. My parents did. I'm sure, sure they, they did. did. I just don't remember. We didn't do that. My parents were doing that. Are you all Christmas light and like big decoration people? No. Big decorations? <laughs> yeah, like big decorations there. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <Huge>. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hoop to hoop. Rock and Robin. <laughs> my wife, it's a, it's a big deal for my wife, so I've tried to, I've tried to champion it a little bit more because it's never been important to me. I'm like, why do we need to bring a tree into our house? <laughs> But like the the act of like going to get it and then her decorating it, we always like watch a movie and eat Mexican food, and it's actually kind of been like a fun tradition. But you do not, lights outside? No, we don't do lights outside. We just do a little bit inside. And and now that I have a kid too, it is like the morning after we set it up, Malcolm came out and the, it was nothing was on. No, the, none of the lights were on in our house except the Christmas tree. And she was like, oh! it was just yeah. like the best. I was like, yeah, we'll do this. It, we'll do this it's forever. Changing. Yeah. Like, we will always have a Christmas Rooney tree. Rooney instantly picked up like three ornaments off the tree and just like, what's this? Dropped it, shattered. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, baby, don't do that. Don't do that. What's this? And just yeah. like looked at me and was just like, watch this. I was like, okay. So now if you look at our Christmas tree, it's very top heavy with ornaments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. bottom is pretty naked. It's like all the plush animals are yep. on the bottom. Yep. My wife has like those uh, like beads wrapped around our tree. And I went to the bathroom and I didn't hear Mal for a little bit. And I came, I came out and Malcolm had like unraveled the entire tree and had like the she was like pulling it like from from <laughs> all the way in the in the live in the living room i was like don't do that the tree was like bending over grinch had, sorry mary a cat uh growing up and it would eat the tinsel oh, off God. of our tree and you didn't know it until like you just like find this like we're like throw up everywhere no but it had tinsel it would poop it out but it wouldn't oh. come out 
all the way. Oh. So it just oh has like. Dad had to grab it and pull the silver <laughs> tinsel out the butt. Just. Oh, God. <laughs> out of the cat? Yeah. Disgusting animal. Right. It's birthday. So, uh, I hate Christmas music. I will say that. Do you? I hate it. I, I don't understand fan. the impulse to put it on ever. My wife likes it. She's not the kind of person that's like, all right, Halloween's over. Let's play some Christmas music. But I just don't understand. Like, it's it's a purely functional like genre of music. And it just, I think also playing at church for so many years is just like, and I was always a bass player. I'm like, I have to learn so much music. And it's hard. It's like all weird like chord changes. Weird chord yeah. changes. And it's it's a lot of weird notes. keys. Yeah. Like, it's not just oh, yeah. four chords over and over again. Like, the punk rock that I grew up li- like really learning not. to play really for good, good assume. father. <laughs> I remember in Niren, I remember one Christmas Eve, you know, we had like whatever five, five services and uh, an iron was like, I, I kept telling him, I was like, I'm not going to play a single service. Right. Like, like I will, like every service I'll mess up some song. And he was like, for every service you play completely perfectly, I'll buy you whatever you want at the, at the cafe. And so at the end of every service, he goes, goes, you played every, you played every, every note, right. Didn't you? I was listening. I was like, yeah, I think I did. And he's like, all right, go get a muffin. And then like (laughs) he would buy me something after every, after every service. Go get a muffin. Quarter, dad. (laughs) For every every, uh, service, Chris played right he would just go in and steal a red bull from the <laughs> <laughs> I, left, I left money <laughs> there was one christmas that i was leading out in frankfurt and that's the other thing about christmas songs is oh. there's so many verses that sound the same yes. but they are not the same and at this particular service we had not yet installed the confidence monitor and so i didn't know hardly anything that i was singing and so i decided to write a bunch of the lyrics on pieces of paper in sharpie and then put them on the front row so then, like, I would just kind of have a little cheat sheet. And then, like, someone kicked on the AC. <laughs> <laughs> All the sheets are gone. And I'm down there just going, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what do I do? Like, jingle bells. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for the room to sing it because they could see it on the screen behind me. And I'm just, lucky, like, looking at Nikki in the back, just going, like, oh, you. Oof, it was bad. Which, I don't know what made me think of this. Didn't you? So you've delivered a child since the last time. That we oh my God! Delivered. delivered. Wait, what? Yes, I in, lived in, out in my... the spirit of of the Lord coming as a, as a baby. <laughs> in the, in the, in I, the, the worst place of the, the world. I lived out my EMS nightmare a couple of weeks ago, and we got called to a seventeen year old having a kid, and we showed up, and four minutes later there was baby in hand, and it was your hands. First, oh, yeah. yeah, that's how he texted me and he was like, so I lived out my EMS nightmare last night. And in my head, I'm like, gosh, did he, did he find a dead body? Like, what, I'm like, what is He this? brought and, life into the world. <laughs> which, is, which is kind of Britain style. Like, he'll just like throw out something and go radio silence for days. And you're like, what is that? He, uh, then he, next thing he p- took a picture of this baby, newborn baby, wow. wrapped in just arms. Swaddling cloth. Swaddling cloth, yes. Lying in a manger. <laughs> Lying in a manger. Wow. Overall tone, was it, was, it, was it joyful? I was shaking like a leaf in a hurricane, just like, you know, you try to remain calm as can be. And when you go, like, because when a baby comes out, it's coming out like going down the cliff water slide up in Cincinnati. <laughs> just, it's coming out. Yeah. Lots of lubrication in there. And as soon as the head passes one shoulder, it's coming out immediately. So you got to put a little pressure down there just like to catch. Oh, and God. Not, and I, you know, there's another guy there that's helping me. 
And uh, he was doing a lot of the work. And I put my hand out like this, and I could just see it just shaking like this. And I was like, oh, I need to keep breathing. Well, the only thing that I can really now think of is like when Annalisa used to tell us all those stories about her nightmares. Did the person poop while whilst also baby coming out? No, but there'd be no way to know. There's just a lot, a lot of fluid, <laughs> a lot of going on, a lot of fluid going on out there. It's a big gush. Oh God, big gush. There was a, a I was saying to a guy at work after after one of my kids was born. He was like, "Oh, it's amazing. Nothing changes like that." He was like, "Did you watch?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh." The doctor made me glance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! I do remember, like we had a we had a scheduled C-section because Malcolm was like super breech, and um, everyone's asking like, "Are you gonna watch? Like, do you want to like see the see it?" I said, "I I don't need to see my wife get cut open. Like, I don't. I'll just I'll hold her hand and we'll have a conversation, and then they can hand me my baby, whatever." And they didn't even ask us in the in the room, and they just like. They had a big sheet up, yep. and I was like glad. And then they just same way whipped it down, and I was like, oh, there. And then they just it, they they pull it down, and they're pulling my baby out, like yeah, like, oh, wow. my leg, and she's yeah, like completely it's like violent, yeah. Wow. And like it's it's very very rough, and I they're amazing, and it took three minutes, <laughs> but yeah. but I was like, oh, I guess I'm watching this, and, it, and I'm really glad I did. Liz had the epidural and she's you know laying down and she's like strapped down and she she feels nothing and she looks up at me and she's like, "What are they doing?" And I'm just like, take a real quick, just like eyes over the hill, just peek, and I'm like, I don't have the heart to tell her, they're pulling all your guts out and laying them on the table next to you. <laughs> that was when we Mary when she was first pregnant with Reese, like she went into labor really quick and. We like rushed to the hospital and he was here an hour later. But he, I remember like going into the room and being like, oh, and, you know, you're flustered. And I'm like, surely we're going to, they're going to take us somewhere and this is going to happen. And then it was like, oh, it's time. And like all of a sudden that room just becomes a transformer. <laughs> just like the lights come out of the ceiling and that bed. It's like, oh God, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. John, you and Nathan had COVID kids, right? Yeah, we did. So I was, I mean, I was in the hospital room with Natalie leading up to it. And then when we went into the, or when she went into the C-section, they were just like, just wait outside, give us a minute and prep. And then when I came in, they had the big sheet up and the guy was just like, just don't cross the line. You don't want to see that. And I was like, got it. I don't really care to. Oh, they never let you get close. They did. Like when Rooney was brought out. I was right there. And they're just like, all right, you ready? And they lifted <clears throat> her up over the curtain. They never dropped the curtain. And so I got to see her right there. What was happening later, though, then, like, they bring her down and clean her off and stuff like that. And we're, like, taking pictures. And Natalie's getting to see her for the first time. And I'm just kind of, like, shifting here. And let's say, like, this is the curtain and, like, Natalie's head's right here. I just, like, shifted my weight and looked over, like, this way. And all I saw was red. Yeah. And I was just like, yep. oh. Like, I think looking back at it, it was probably, like, the what's, like, the stuff uh not placenta in, placenta no <laughs> afterbirth no nothing in like, a med, yeah it's like a diadine yeah 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 that's probably what it was that i was seeing a lot of but i just saw like whoa i don't think i'm supposed to see that i bet it wasn't well maybe it wasn't <laughs> I, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a glimpse of it and i was just like oh i've crossed the line i'm gonna come back it, over here um it's really weird at least where we had our baby um 
they they treat the father as if like you're gonna steal the baby and take off with it like they 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 tag the baby and it can't be like a certain like distance away from the mother at any point. Yeah. And there was hmm. a moment where um, Malcolm or Mary was having like blood clots. And so like they hit a button, like the, like the nurse was like freaking out. I could tell she was like flustered and Mary was bleeding a lot at like maybe an hour after we had her or two hours or something like that. And they hit a button and all these nurses start running in. I was like, is everything okay? And they're like, yes, sweetie, everything's fine. And then the nurse popped in and goes, is everything okay in here? And the main nurse goes, no, everything's not okay in here. Dad, why don't you take a walk with the baby? And I was like, okay. So I, I took Mal and I walked down the hall and then a alarm starts going off in the, in the Whoa, unit. Wow, and I, and I was this. like, what's this alarm? And they're Amber like, alert. they're like, you can't walk that far away from the mother. I was like, they told me to walk out here. They're like, you have to stand right over there. And you had the baby? Had, yeah. Wow. Because because I was I was more than like 50 feet away from Mary. They were like, oh, you can't walk that far away from the mother. I was like, they told me to no leave. No one told me that. I was like, where do you want me to stand? There's only limited places to go in a hospital. Hmm. So they had like this little like dad holding room. And I they, they like put a thing on the ground. They're like, don't step over that line. You'll be good. <laughs> I just like stood in this room in like this one specific spot holding Mal. Were you like kind of prancing over the... The line, like. Well, if, if I step over the line, that alarm was so loud. Like, it goes over the whole unit. Was there some sort of, like, sensor or something? Yeah, Mal had, like, a thing uh, on her foot. Seriously? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, did wow. you not have that? I didn't have that. Oh, well, yeah, well, you're... you're Mine good. was so different than yours. Yeah, they you delivered him, and then he and I hopped in an ambulance and went oh. to Cincinnati Children's. Liz did not see him. I think it was 24 hours. I think it was wow. a whole day. Liz did not see him. Yours was a little bit different circumstances, yeah, too. He was very high risk. He had some some problems coming into the world he's tip top now though when you had to be in the ambulance but what did they put him in it's that's funny you ask they put him in like this little like bubble it's like this plastic boy in a bubble yeah sarcophagus thing with like plexiglass and like there's like the the gloves that you put your hands oh yeah okay and he's like strapped down like a bomb inside that thing he is inside that wow And they've got, you know, O2 on him and stuff. So we were probably there for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, getting him stabilized. And then he and I rode the elevator down, went and saw Liz one time. And Liz reached her hand in there and touched his, like, finger, touched his hand. And then scooted away, and we were gone. And she didn't didn't see him for a day after that. I went to go see you guys and going and seeing, like, I can't remember if we'd... We saw Brennan first or Liz. I think we saw Brennan first. I think so. And she was asking us about him. She was like... Because she hadn't seen him yet. Because Well, she saw him the very first moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was just like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm like a a softie, so I just like burst into tears the minute I I held him. I was just like... (laughs) (laughs) It was good. It was was some good bonding time. And he's a mama's boy, so it's kind of cool that we've got that part of our story, like we're... He and I spent so much time in that ICU together because, like, he he didn't want anything to do with dad. He's he's all mom. <laughs> mom, come play trucks with me. Mom, do all this stuff. That'll so. change. But I, I mean, I remember seeing like the the first time I saw Reese, I was just like, you know, you really nobody prepares you for that of that moment when you get to see your your child. And I probably should have. I've apologized to my wife since then, but I probably should have like, you need time to rest. Like this was pr- probably a pretty massive experience for you i like just walked out it was like mom dad brother sister come on in 
<laughs> Twelve people in there. How like, wild does that seem? Out, that, yeah. that, that you could do that. I watched the vi- that Not, video yeah. like, popped up. I was like, gosh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, like we were supposed to wear masks the entire time, Mary and I. Like we live, we lived there for four days or whatever, and. Technically, we were supposed to wear masks 100% of the time that we were awake. Did you? No, not for a second in that room. And and for a while, like for the first day, I would like kind of act if like a nurse walked in, I'd throw on a mask. And finally, one of our nurses was like, you don't have to do like, <laughs> no way do you have to wear a mask yeah. while you're living here. Um, they were all wearing masks and stuff, but <clears throat> so bizarre. And we weren't a lot like the visiting stuff was really weird. We could only have like one or two people at a time or something like that. And only for an hour a day. It was just weird. Like they limited so much and um, it makes sense, I guess. But yeah, it was. You had, to, you had to be either dying or giving birth to be able to. Right. Yeah. Visit. That'll be a, that'll be an interesting story when you get to like tell her about, well, it was a strange time. Yeah. Called the 80s. Yeah. Ronald Reagan was. FDR <laughs> was running this country into the ground. <laughs> That's out so, cold. Another really massive shift. I know that we're all fans of of uh, TV and movies and stuff. One of you all seen anything? And did we all watch White Lotus ending? Yep, we did. Great. It was great. Yeah, great. Thanks. Have we talked about it? No. Be I mean, a text. Little bit. A little bit. Talked about it. What? It was great. Yeah. Did you yeah. like it? I'm with you. It was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I'm it. I thought it was, it was awesome. Great. First season or second season? Better. Second. First. Oh, second. Second season, so you like the first? First by a hair. I think the I think the second season overall is a better, is is probably better. First season a little more entertaining. Spoiler alert! Exhibit A. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! (laughs) Spoiler alert! Don't blow this forest, Gene. Hey, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Zip! Don't get scared now. I think so. I think you had a good point. What what season one had that season two didn't was the comic relief of Steve Zahn. I loved I loved that. Armand but was kind no of funny too. Armand was yeah, funny. Armand. However, I thought that the last episode, spoiler alert, when when Tanya goes on that shooting. First of all, when she's on the phone with her assistant saying, "I think the gays are gonna kill me." I don't. She said, "I don't think it's his uncle." He's like, <laughs> "Why?" He's like, "Well, I saw him naked with his uncle." I was like, "Well, what he was doing with his uncle?" He was kind of. His uncle. <laughs> From that moment on, and then she goes on that shooting spree, and then just like falls like a beanie oh, baby man. off the shelf oh, and dies in the water. Oh, that was my, that's by far my favorite like subplot of the. I mean, it kind of drives the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was the most well-rounded with the. It was great. The crew from where are they from? The Palermo. 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 But she calls him. She call him the high-end gays. These are some high-end gays. Her conversation the with the um, captain of the ship is hilarious. When she oh asked, man! Yeah. She asked him, "Are they or what is? What do you know about the gays?" Or she asked him. No, she says. She says, uh, <laughs> "Do you speak English?" And he says, "No." And then she's like. I think the gays are trying to kill yeah. me. And he goes, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're gay too. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, damn it. Yeah, it's the good. second to last episode, man, when it ends uh-huh. and like Portia's kind of getting the vibe of what she's starting to speak yeah. about. With, I was like, man, this is like full tilt horror movie suspense. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I like so well. Yeah. I did like that. I, I just think there's a lots of, re- like I've heard a lot of people talking about it, how it's like their top. Oh, top ten! It's in my top ten of all time. Like all time, I, mean, I don't know. I'll I really never go back it. and watch it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't I think, think it's going to be a rewatchable show for me. But I, I thought it was like super good. Not and even for the theme song. Oof, okay, that theme the, song slaps. <laughs> I don't think it's that good. Oh, oh god! Turn it up, bro. A, if I were to make a top ten 
I skipped it every songs. time, and then the and then the, all of this like You're hype crazy. started building around it. So it's we watched so it in the good. last one, and Mary was like, "This it. is what everyone's like." It's so good, bopping around to. Oh, I love it. It's not. I was like singing it, and there was that bird, and just like in the background. Yes, it's so good. Is that an Indian song? Yeah, I'd say like I Same really guy enjoyed. That did smile, by the way, did the uh, sound for smile. Only Britain knows that. <laughs> <laughs> see that horror movie like, fan over here. Old friend from Smile. <laughs> <laughs> like I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I thought the second season certainly had a different tone than the first one. I, and I told this to Nathan. Like, if you were to tell me that's how the show ended. I'd be fine with that. I just wish that I had gotten one more episode before the finale yeah. to like just bake it a little bit longer. I like that some things were left pretty unresolved and you got to fill it in. I well, just felt like that those gaps were a little too big. There's a ton of detail person. in the like all of these character stories and a lot of them don't amount to much. But what I like about the show is that you know someone dies, you know somebody's probably murdered even. And so like the whole time you you have all these different like character arcs and you're wondering who's a murderer and who got murdered. So like there's, there's reason to believe that every one of these stories ends in a murder or a death. So I think that's brilliant. So then when at the end, the one that does end in death and the rest of them don't, it feels a little bit um, anticlimactic for certain stories. However, the point of the show is kind of trying to figure out who's dying, who's murdering. So without them ending in that way, they're not going to necessarily be that satisfying. Well, that's the thing. I think that what's so great about that show is that the who done it or who's dead yeah, is a, th a driving thing, but I don't think that's what makes the show move. I think the, no. the show is really based around these it. relationships and like how real they feel. Like the the Ethan and, and Harper stuff feels like a very real mm -hmm. kind of like problem that people would have. Flushable. And then, like, the, by the time you get to, like, oh, gosh, someone's dead here at the end of this thing, that's kind of, like, the, the thing that makes a show work, in, in my opinion. That, that, I, but I feel – so Mike White talked about that, how he didn't intend when he made the first season. Is that Ned Schneebly? Yes. Yeah. When he, at the end, when, he, when he pops up, I was like, that's Mike White? And mm -hmm. then I remembered our conversation. Such an interesting-looking guy. Yeah. I didn't really – he's, like, on several seasons of Survivor. Some, some, people, like, some people only know as him person. as yeah. the person from Survivor. He was Wait, a was it like celebrity? Yeah, he was, a, he was a contestant on yeah. Survivor. But it was a celebrity one. It, it wasn't like him. No, I it. don't think it no, was. It wasn't. Really? It was like 2008 or something like that. I mean, he may have been, if anybody knew him as the guy from, I, well, I don't know if, I, I think. He, we know him look, as look the guy up. from Orange County. Orange County, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Does anybody, anybody, what does he say? Anything else? What makes you, he goes, what makes you? That's absolutely right. Romeo and there's Julia? somebody else Talk who's almost as famous as Leonardo DiCaprio, and his name's William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I love, he says, I'm pretty sure my English teacher's illiterate. And he says, hey, good story. Had a lot of words. Didn't finish it. Gave you an A anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's so weird. Like, I, I kind of researched who he was. I was like, that guy is, because when he's talking about that, the death and the end of uh, season two, he's just like, yeah, it was very operatic, and then it was just a really derpy death, which is perfect for Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> so he was uh, two seasons of The Amazing Race, and That's then it. later runner-up on Survivor, David vs. Goliath in 2018. That's what insane. The, what are the years for that? Um, the two Amazing Race seasons were pre-2018, and then Survivor was 2018. 
That's so bizarre. Okay, and they so were not celebrity versions of no, the show? No, he's with normal people. I think he gets brought back on Survivor for, like, uh I don't know what favorites David versus Goli- what, the, what the theme of David versus Goliath is. That was like, I, I'm not a Survivor. Somebody gets their head cut off. I think it's like a... Super small people. One of them's big, people. one of them's small. <laughs> <laughs> big and little. What I like, I like about White Lotus is it's, you know you're going to get a fun season. Like, that's, yeah. I think, I think the with the first season he proved that we're going to, you know, he can do, as we said, three. He's going to do three or something. Is that what he, or. He's definitely doing at least one more. At least more. three. At least one yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. I, this is the first show in a long time I've watched week to week. Like I, in the first season, yeah. even we watched it all on a weekend, you know. And, right. And that was fun. Like it was fun to binge because it was, you got to get to the resolution real quick. But, but I liked, I enjoyed watching season two week to week a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what uh, they were talking about on The Watch where they, this, this especially, I mean, Game of Thrones to some, some degree, but. This one especially proved out that people will wait weekly yeah. mm-hmm. to watch something rather than like, well, let's dump it all. I think I prefer it to some extent. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, with Succession, they've been doing that too with Succession. Succession is probably the last show I've yeah. done that with. So, yeah. That, but but and, I think people trying to say that it's the top, like, of all shows. Yeah, that's Succession. very surprising. Succession, yes. White Lotus, no. But yeah. why, I, I had a blast during both seasons of White Lotus. I agree. Top, top what? Top shows. shows. Oh, just uh, top TV shows. Oh. Even if you're just going to. Limited to HBO. Shows. I am yeah. glad to hear that though, because while watching even season two, I'm like, this feels like a show that's going to get canceled, and I like, and I'm, I'm enjoying it, so I don't want that to happen. But I also like would would see someone being like, it doesn't go anywhere, you know? I don't know, like, I but I enjoy it quite a bit. It helps that it's kind of been in like the zeitgeist too. It has that kind of quality, like right. where people are like memeing about it. It's it's oh, yeah. gotten a, a a second life on some. It's levels. also a huge gamble to have a whole new cast every season. Mm-hmm. I am a sucker for that. When you talk about the zeitgeist, like if there is a. I'm mm-hmm. a sucker for whatever currently pop culture is the big thing. Yeah. Like, and the, like, like a follow-up conversation oh, online about I it. I skipped yeah. like 15 Marvel movies and then watched like a, a YouTube recap of that just to go and see Endgame. I was like, well, I got to be a part of this. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but, I mean, if you're not going to put uh, Kate Winslet with Mayor of Easttown and the way she says hoagie mm-hmm. on there, on your top, then. How does she say it? We need to go to the gas station give me a hoagie. Hoagie. It's like I forget that she's Brit. Isn't she British? She is. She is. And that she she totally played because there's that's a very specific uh, a specific. Do you love? Did you love that show? I haven't I seen really it. I really did like that show. I did too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did. But again, I feel like HBO does a great job at coming out with these these series that are like I want to watch next week. I want to watch next week. But there's only a handful that just go like, oh, that's a real ringer to me. Oh, I think yeah. Succession is one of those. Game of Thrones is obviously, I think House of Dragons probably going to end but up being Ga- one of those. But Succession and Game of Thrones are both long game shows where you know, right. yeah, you yeah. know you're going that's true. seasons and seasons. So I guess seasons. you got like a limited Mayor's series. Mayor's a limited series. And you're yeah. like, oh, we're going to resolve this in one more episode? Like, I, there's yeah. so that's much. a show bad Oakies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed Mayor of You sounded like District 9 right there. I love Mayor you want the sweeties? You want the hoagies? Do it. You want the hoagie? Do it again. The hoagie? Yeah, just your witness. What does he say? Give it the sweeties. Oh, come here. He's in show my lips. Okay, now do your hoagies. Uh, you want the hoagie? <laughs> we got the hoagie. Mary, but but when Kate Winslet says it, it's so because those people like you, that's a part of the country that you wouldn't think has a specific dialect, but like that Pennsylvania, like you give me a Ogie. What? Soft oh. H. Yeah. Ogie. It's really good. All right. 
you all, do you guys want to take a break and then jump into this, or do you want to? We've been. Yeah, we can take a break. Well, I think you should segue into why why you want to talk about this. Okay, so or do you want to take a break now? Let's, let's piss. Let's, let's, let's yeah. piss. Let's all piss together.